sitting in my office one day, listening to an audiobook. I'm not even sure how I found the book, but I knew I was meant to read it. I was drawn into the story, inspired by it, and so moved by it that I said to myself, if I ever have the chance to meet this woman, I'll run up and hug her and thank her for her story. The book was The Awakened Woman by Dr. Tererai Trent. It's a story that will challenge you, humble you, and inspire you. Dr. Trent is one of today's most internationally recognized voices for quality education and women's empowerment. Distinguished as Oprah's all-time favorite guest, Dr. Trent is a scholar, humanitarian, motivational speaker, educator, mentor, and founder of Tererai Trent International. She grew up in rural Zimbabwe, where she dreamed of getting an education, but was married at a young age and had three children by the time she was 18. As a young mother without a high school diploma, Tererai met a woman who would profoundly impact her life, Joe Luck. She told Tererai, if you believe in your dreams, they are achievable. With Joe Luck's inspiration and her mother's encouragement, Tererai wrote down her dreams of going to America for higher education, sealed them in a tin can, and buried them under a rock, ultimately redesigning the blueprint of her life. She couldn't have imagined that her steadfast determination, hard work, and belief in her dreams would eventually earn her multiple degrees and a prominent global platform with world leaders and international audiences where she advocates for quality education for all. I resonated so deeply with Teredai's story. My own story was of a young woman pursuing higher education for many years. I worked through all the years raising my young family to finally earn my master's degree in 2014. So I resonated with that steadfast determination and hard work and belief in dreams that eventually earn us where we want to go. I didn't let go of my dream even though I wasn't raised with the resources available to be able to pursue it. So that part of me really resonated and understood why this was so meaningful. And even that much more understanding Tererai's story. Another way that I resonated with her story was just understanding our roles and the ways that we could feel boxed in and being undeterred by those roles. Understanding that there's ways that we can break through those stereotypes and break through those barriers. We want a life that integrates our whole being where we live free, bold, and courageous, and also so deeply rooted, soulful, and compassionate, to provide for our families and serve in career and community, not just around carrying the weight of responsibility out of a desire to prove our worth, but to fully own our voices and commit to today and help ourselves and others thrive. I believe that deep listening is also listening to where you feel called and compelled to go to serve within the world and your community. And Dr. Trent says that her mother encouraged her that her dreams would be that much more meaningful and purposeful if they were tied to the betterment of her community. So understanding the ways in which we feel that life-giving force within us, that what we feel called to do and compelled to do, and how that begins to align with our own story and how we might see ourselves moving forward. Deep listening is about that inner knowing that's aligned to the values and our own story and that outer giving, understanding and listening to what's going on in the world, where they might see a need, where we might fill that need. There's such a powerful way in which we can become owners of our own story, 
by giving forward. So fast forward, some months later, I'm sitting in my office again, and I get an email in my inbox that says that Dr. Trent will be in town just one block away from my office building to speak. I knew right then and there, because of the calling and compelling way that I felt so drawn to her story, and I couldn't wait to meet her, that I had to go. So I immediately signed up for the event. That whisper from my heart and inside my head was suddenly possible. And it was such an amazing thing. I knew I had to go. Not only did the dream to meet Dr. Trent become realized, but I also had the opportunity to realize even more of my dream to use appreciative inquiry, compassionate coaching and leadership, and positive organizational psychology in the early childhood education space. I had written it in my personal vision just two years earlier that I wanted to be a part of something like that. And at the event, I met my colleague and friend, Dr. Christy Preti Franzak. We embarked on a wonderful new relationship that offered opportunities to collaborate and co-create with leaders in the early childhood education space to explore and build on the good happening in the field, align to core values, and inspire bold possibilities. And from that, my passion continues to grow, to continue to see other women and children thriving and having access to education and opportunities. Deep listening is about listening to what you feel called and compelled to do and how you might help grow that calling and that feeling in the world and align with others who are dreaming with you for that flourishing, thriving world. No matter your part, you can change the world. I love this quote, you have to find that place that brings out the human in you, the soul in you, the love in you, by R.M. Drake. You know your own story so well that compassion takes the driver's seat, and all that beauty that happens in your life is this deep and sweet gift that makes you want to pay it forward. Did you know that 132 million girls around the world can't go to school? I decided to help change that, and I'm using my business as a force for good with my latest partnership, Carranza, and the Give Back Collective. This female-founded nonprofit is investing in the future of girls in rural Mozambique by providing holistic educational programs for them. I truly believe that when you give a girl an education, you help her dream for her future. And that's why I'm so excited to do my part in helping make schooling more accessible for girls around the world. I'd love for you to learn more about Carranza's mission and their work. You can find them at Love Carranza on Instagram and follow along on their journey. Together, we're changing the world for all womankind. I like to think of my inspiration as a combination of both tears of compassion and tears of elevation. I'll share a story to close our time today. Several years ago, David's Unitarian Church asked each of its members to write his own spiritual autobiography, an account of how he became a more spiritual person. And while reflecting on his spiritual experiences, David grew puzzled over why he so often moved to tears during the course of church services. He concluded that there were two kinds of tears. The first he called tears of compassion, such as those he shed during a sermon on Mother's Day about children who were growing up abandoned or neglected. He wrote that these cases felt to him like being pricked in the soul, after which love pours out for those who are suffering. But the second kind of tears was very different. He called them tears of celebration. 
or tears of elevation. Powerful moments of elevation, whether experienced first or secondhand, they seem to push a mental reset button and can come as a tear of celebration, a tear of receptiveness to what is good in the world, a tear that says, it's okay, relax, let down your guard. There are good people in the world. There is good in people. Love is real. It's in our nature. And that kind of tear is like being pricked. Only now, love pours in. Elevation is elicited by the acts of virtue or moral beauty. It causes warm, open feelings in the chest, and it motivates people to behave more virtuously themselves. I believe that's what I felt when I read The Awakened Woman by Terarai Trent. It was that thrill of seeing someone act with courage and compassion. It's that feeling of elevation that provides the key to understanding what inspires us to do good. There's something amazing that happens when we experience positive emotions. We want to share it with others. And I believe we can all start with some small step. An encouraging note, listening well, signing up for that volunteer slot, even giving back to an organization or some way in your community. A favorite mentor of mine asks himself this question almost daily. What's one way I can help someone, even only one person today?